Hey there, it's Pat Miller, the Idea Coach, host of the Pat Miller Show. This show is for small business owners so they can make their business dreams come true. Our slogan is Don't Grow It Alone. And what you're going to hear is a broadcast of our show that's carried in 25 cities around the country. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. Hope you love it. All right, let's go. Broadcasting from the small business capital of America, this is WIIFM Milwaukee, an idea coach station. You're on the small business journey, and sometimes you need a dose of creativity and a helping hand, and that's why we're here. Welcome to the Pat Miller Show, where we build big ideas live without a net, so you can turn your small business dreams into reality. You share what you're building, and we'll rally to help make it bigger, better, faster, more. And it's not just what will be, we also want to hear your wins. So we're all reminded that small business success is here for every single entrepreneur that gets clear, works hard, and doesn't quit. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Pat Miller, the Idea Coach, your host for the show. If you want to be a part of the show, you can reserve your time on air. We want to hear from you. Reserve your spot at patmillershow.com. That's Pat millershow.com. Can I be like vulnerable for a second? Like, hey, Mr. has a podcast and tells people what to do for a living. Yeah, I'm kind of an idiot. (laughs) I need to just like be real with you for a second. I'm kind of hooked on social media. And I didn't realize how hooked I am on social media until I did something about it. So if you listened to a previous episode, I was just talking about the productivity course that I went through for Julie Miller Davis and how it completely changed the way that I look at what I do and how my to-do list was keeping me busy but not productive. There's a difference. So after cleaning up my to-do list and starting to spend my time on the things that really move the needle for the Idea Collective and my show and that kind of stuff, I realized what's the next step? I had all of this free brain space. And this free brain space is supposed to go into thinking about speeches and maybe a book, question mark, and talking about the show and serving the community and all that kind of stuff, right? But what I found myself doing is LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, like an old school typewriter. I was typing, 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 ding, and then going back to the beginning. I would spend 30, 45 minutes looking for something. And I realized, oh my gosh, I got to do something about this. So I went to my Chrome extension store. I found a social media blocker and I installed it. And I thought, how weak are you? How sad are you that you need to install a social media blocker on your website? How pathetic. And then the other thing that jumped into my head is, well, oh my gosh, what if people say something on LinkedIn and you didn't reply? And oh my goodness, what if someone's on your Facebook page? And uh, you know all of those things that I was using to rationalize the decision. Well, I'll tell you, I installed it on a Sunday. Monday, when I came into work and I couldn't access my social media accounts, I was done with everything, literally everything I needed to do by noon that day. Everything. I was looking for things to do by noon. 
And I thought, oh my gosh, I am, uh, I got a problem here. Now, social is fine, and I have no problem mindlessly scrolling my Twitter when we're watching TV or something. But when it's time to sit down here and build the Idea Collective community for my members, I'm stealing from them if I'm not serving them. At least that's how I feel. So I guess I'm telling you my story. If you don't have a social media blocker or a website blocker up inside your Chrome or whatever your browser is, you may want to consider it. I don't know if I'll be able to stick with it, but I'll tell you right now, it's been transformative. So there's that. All right, let's get on with it and help some folks with their businesses, talk about some small business celebrations. Up first this week, Wendy Babcock. Wendy, it's great to see you. Tell us who you are, what you do, and then we'll get into how we can help you today. All right, thank you so much. So I'm an international and TEDx speaker, author, and I've created a bunch of different things. Um, but currently I'm focusing on speaking and I'm also focusing on, you know, helping other speakers. So I've been, I created an event back in 2019, which I'm duplicating this year. So it'd be the second event of its type, bringing other speakers on my stage. And that's kind of where I'm at currently. Okay. So that sounds like a great opportunity because to be a great speaker, you need to speak. Right. Yes. So you give people a chance to get practice. Are you offering feedback to them as they come on your stage? Um, they're on different like levels of expertise. Like I bring on seasoned speakers as well as newer speakers. And this particular event, I'll be launching a program where I'll be teaching speakers. Mm -hmm. That sounds like yeah. a huge opportunity for people that want to get better at the craft because it is a craft yeah. and you've really got to get out there and do the reps. So, okay, you're killing it. How can we help you? What's on your mind? So for me, because I am new to the event industry, I had a great first run in 2019 with the event um, and we had about 60 attendees. So this year I'm trying to, not trying, I am, <laughs> my goal is 75 to 100 women in seats. Um that can really use the event. So not just anybody in seats, I'm trying to get qualified attendees to be there who really need this event. And so where I need help is my messaging to get the right people in seats. Okay. This is not just show up and watch, right? You want a yeah. very specialized audience. So let's get super duper clear on who that is, and then we'll find a way to position it so it's irresistible. So you talked about their women, 75 to 100 mm -hmm. of them. Tell us more about that ideal attendee. So the ideal attendee is a female small business owner, entrepreneur, who <clears throat> is feeling stuck and feeling kind of alone in her business. So she needs two things. She needs personal and professional development. She needs people to kind of, you know, wrap her in their arms and say, you know, this is the way. And that comes with a lot of support because we forget about that. We need support by other people. So are you then wrapping up all of the messaging on stage to address that topic or the folks that are attending speaking curious and they're attending to see how they might be able to become a speaker too. Do you see what I mean? Is it a benefit to listen yeah. to everyone or the people in the crowd thinking they want to be on stage someday too? It's kind of a combination. So the people that are coming to speak are giving, you know, tools and strategies towards business, but also I have, you know, mindset work, transformational coaches that are also speaking to help them um, <clears throat> with that support, you know, to help them, 
in that personal aspect, because obviously if we don't have a good belief in ourselves, how is our business going to thrive? Mm -hmm. So it's that kind of that combination that they need. Maybe they don't know they need. And there are going to be some in the audience that are going to, when I speak also about speaking on stages and how it can benefit your, your business. Um, <clears throat> there's so many people in the audience that need to hear that too. that are like, Oh, wow. Like I should be speaking on stages. Yeah. When you say the word combination, that terrifies me because as you know, when you're audience targeting, you want to get as crystal clear as possible. Yes. And when you're attracting two different right. audiences, you're running uphill when you're trying to find that really clear messaging. So if I heard you right, there are tools and strategies and mindset work and all of these benefits for these uh, women-owned business entrepreneurs that want to go further in their business. They feel a little frustrated. They feel a little isolated. Uh, so that's the ideal audience. But they also might want to become a speaker someday, and they'll get something out of what you have to say when you present. So really, what we're talking about is how do we present your event to be this giant, what's in it for me, irresistible, I cannot miss this event because you are going to put on stage the best and the brightest. Am I hearing you correctly? Yes. Okay. So where are you struggling with that? Because I've seen your stuff online. You've got great messaging and great videos. You're really good at doing this. Where are you hitting the roadblock or feel like you're hitting a roadblock? I think it's because it's that combination of things. You know, we, I know we need both. I don't know that the people who need to attend know that they need both things. And where I'm struggling is the first event in 2019 that I did of this this exact event, um, it was such a huge success. I had so many great transformations and women who said that it was life-changing for them. So I've got great testimonials. But, and I guess I should listen to my testimonials because they're talking about the more of the personal aspect of this event and how it energized them. It was emotional. It with the energy in the room. This is what I'm hearing from my attendees. It wasn't so much about the business, even though they got tons of, you know, value out of it. It was the experience. And as I'm saying, that's probably where I need to focus is, is it is an experience. And every attendee I've spoken to said it the same way. Like it's something you can't really describe. Like when you're in that audience and you're hearing the speakers, it's this, that's where I'm struggling is how do you explain that? So they can do the explaining. We'll come back to that in a second. Okay. Here's the clarifying question. If you did the event that you did before, mm -hmm. it happened again this year, but it grew to the audience size that you want. Would you be satisfied? Is that a successful event? Yes. Okay. So what you did last time worked and everybody loved it. And the feedback that they gave you, they will tell you exactly what they got out of it, which you just clearly shared, that you had a curated speakers list, a one-of-a-kind experience, and as the thought leader and organizer, you created a space for people to come and uh, grow their business, feel more confident in all of those emotional benefits that came from it. The work that the event did is you did the curation and held the space so people could come and be vulnerable and learn. Right. Okay. So with yes. that in mind, how do we activate the people that attended last time to use those words for you? Because as someone that does this kind of stuff too, it's really hard to explain belonging. It's really hard to explain personal benefit for this kind of thing. And the thing that yeah. I found that works the best is having them say it for you. So what have you done? Because I know you're really sharp. What have you done to have them tell the story for you? I just started reaching out because it kind of just was a friend had 
said to me, when do you need your testimonials? I'm like, oh, you're right. You're right. And you know, that's what I need to listen to. Um, so I want to reach out and have them record like a 30 second clip or a minute clip of what they got out of the 2019 event. Um, you know, I've got the, the written testimonials and even without asking after the 2019, they just kind of took it upon themselves to like be just putting it out there and shouting the praises of the event, which is fantastic. I wonder if you could do this. So there are a couple of different sites out there that will allow people to cut micro video to tell people about how the last event was. The latest one that I've seen that I think looks really cool is called Story Prompt. And it allows okay. people to shoot a video right on their mobile device without downloading anything to their computer. And I could just say, hey, I'm Pat Miller, the Idea Coach. I came to Wendy's thing, and here's how it felt. But when you reach out to people and say, hey, cut me a video, that doesn't do any good. But right. what you could do is say, leading up to the event, our pre-con activity is to hear from the folks that attended last time. Would you like to be on stage leading up to the event? Come on and tell us what you enjoyed last time and tell us about your business. Because if they cut a 90-second video and 45 seconds of it is how great your event is and 45 seconds is a commercial for them, they get the best of both worlds, but you get that raw emotion out there that you need. Right. That's a win-win. And then the struggle then, too, is sometimes the algorithm I'm noticing when I post a video of any sort, like a link, mm -hmm. it doesn't. it just kind of falls flat compared to every other post if I post text with a picture, that'll go. I'll get tons of engagement or I'll get lots of eyes on it. But for whatever reason, videos are just not, you know, being pushed currently. So that's yeah. kind of a struggle with, with that testimonial. Well, uh, you could link to the video that may help a little bit, but what you're really going for is the pre-con activity is cut the video and share it on your social, not yours, meaning the guests social and on the landing page of the website. So you have this yes. pre-con celebration where the faces in the crowd or you come up with a name about the people that are attending or did attend. And if the reason why this is on the top of my mind, it's because of what I'm going to do for the Idea Collective Retreat using right. story prompt because I'm facing the exact same thing. Everyone loved the event. How do you share that emotion in real time? So this is amazing that we're having this conversation because right. I was literally working on this today. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, from doing this, and if you've never had an event before, Wendy's way down the road on this, the best way to make people feel special is to create a stage and put them on it. Because the one thing that people want more than anything is to be on stage and have people think they're smart. So creating, like we need to create a mechanism, right? So like a pre-con stage, or I could see you doing something like, you know, here's the golden mic for 90 seconds, or here's the, like, we need a little shtick. Do you know what right. I mean? Like yes. they can say, hey, are you going to take the mic and tell people what you experienced? I, I can right. see things firing in your head. Do you know what I'm going yes. for here? I, I do. Exactly. I'm just trying to tie it into like what the theme of the event is, um, you know, because, yeah, I, I think that's a great idea. And I, I can see the value because, you know, even myself that I attended, you know, your your retreat, the Idea Collective um, retreat last year. Yeah, having that stage is fantastic. Mm -hmm. And to be able to share the experience and then a little, about, little bit about yourself, that's a great idea. So you could marry those two uh, and get yeah. one of these tools. I'm going to try out Story Prompt and use it for the Idea Collective Retreat, and we can compare notes. Because I think yeah. it's the type of thing, because it's the type of thing that lets the people who have invested their time and money be seen and heard. And also mm -hmm. people like to have their opinion heard. And there's a stage. All of that stuff wrapped up in one 
would totally work. All right. So let's just take a second. When is the event if people want to attend just so everyone gets a chance to come? Okay. So it's Warrior Unchained Live and it's about unchaining your passion, your purpose and potential. Um, It's September 17th this year in Wisconsin Dells at the Crystal Room. Awesome. And how do we get tickets? WarriorUnchainedLive.com. Love it. Love it. Nice and simple. Nice and simple. Off to a great start on this episode of The Pat Miller Show. Are you having fun yet? I mean, this show is about coming up with great big ideas and learning from others so we can build a bigger, better, and more fulfilling business. We've got another guest standing by in the Madison, Wisconsin area. Justina Nielsen is our guest next on The Pat Miller Show. Running a small business is lonely and hard. I mean, we know that, right? But did you know it doesn't have to be? Stop networking and start connecting with other entrepreneurs on the small business journey in the Idea Collective Small Business Incubator. In this exclusive worldwide community, we're sharing information, we're brainstorming together, and we're supporting each other through the highs and the lows of building your small business. Learn more about the group and get the feel of this show 24-7 in your small business. Visit ideacollectiveincubator.com. That's ideacollectiveincubator.com. Remember, it's your dream. Don't grow it alone. Welcome back to the Pat Miller Show, a show built just for you. And isn't it about time that there's a show just for solopreneurs and small business owners that are working hard to build your dream? Darn right. That's why I do it every week, and that's why I'm glad you're here. If you want this to help more solopreneurs, you got to help. I'm sorry to ask for help, but I really could use a hand. Can you rate and review the show for us on iTunes, your favorite podcatcher? You can also subscribe to the show. That way, every time we release an episode, boom, it shows up inside your podcatcher feed. And most of all, when you're ready... Hit patmillershow.com and sign up for your time on stage so we can learn all about your business, answer a question that's frustrating you, or celebrate one of your wins so we can all learn from your brilliance. That website, again, is patmillershow.com. Up next, Justina Nielsen. Justina, it's great to see you. Tell everyone who you are, what you do, and then we'll get into how we can help you today. Hello. Thanks so much, Pat, for having me on. I'm Justina Nielsen, uh, CEO and owner of Magnetic Brands, brandmagnetic.com. I help um, visionary entrepreneurs to connect with their ideal clients online. And the way I do it is with fantastic, profitable virtual events. That sounds incredible, and I want to hire you immediately. So how, how <laughs> can we... You be a promoter. You like parties. Oh, I love <laughs> parties. <laughs> Absolutely. So uh, tell us what's on your mind. How can we help you today? Yeah, so I have been building websites and helping entrepreneurs with their online presence for the last uh, five-plus years. However, for a while there, I was I got into the virtual events because, as you know, um, while I was helping um, coaches with in-person events prior to pandemic, as you know, the world has changed. Everyone's doing virtual events online. So I transitioned from being um, a, a in-person event producer from like helping coaches uh, produce retreats, promote retreats, anything from like sourcing the venue to actually hosting the event and promoting and being there the right hand person. So all of a sudden being without a job because all my gigs got canceled during the pandemic, right? Everything. And I was going to be like in Arizona, super retreat in this fancy mansion. It was going to be fab life, right? 
And then everything went zoom, 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 <laughs> zoom, zoom, zoom. So what I had to do is adjust and go with, you know, go with the new and, and kind of transition like, okay, what can, what does in person bring to people that virtual can do in a different way? So I became a virtual event producer, but in the meantime, it's kind of a new profession. Mm-hmm. Like we're inventing our titles as we go during the pandemic. Did, did you notice that? Do you have new titles since the pandemic, Pat? Absolutely. The founder yeah. of an online small business community. I never thought yeah. that I would be that. Yeah, exactly. And I can see how you had to make that transition from in-person producer to virtual producer. So are you experiencing growing pains or transition pains as you go from that transition from in-person to online? A little bit. So for a while there, because like I said, before I was even a virtual event producer, we were called VAs, just VA, virtual assistant. If you asked anyone, hey, I'm having a virtual summit, I'm having a virtual event, I'm having a webinar, I need a VA. When you hear a VA, normally it's a lower paid job. It's someone who does tasks, who has uh, things to do, and and then they complete it in the hourly and they pay that, right? And actually, even to this day, a lot of um, online schools that teach how to put on virtual shows to attract your clients say, find a VA to implement it for you. And that's where kind of people come to me for. They come to me to hire a VA. They expect low prices, right? Because they can go on, I don't know, Fiverr or whatever, Upwork and shop by hourly rates, not understanding what they're getting. And then my challenge is to show them why I, as a virtual event producer, uh, what results are produced, how I work differently, because I'm paid like a coach, I'm paid like a consultant, I'm pay- I'm a, I am a consultant, but I also implement your work. So I do both of a consultant and implementation, and people often be like, well, but I can hire a VA for less. Yeah, and I think maybe the place where you're tripping up a little bit, and I'm not uh, saying you do anything wrong, but maybe where you're not getting your value is that when people create an online event, there really are two different needs if they were going to ask someone for help. The first need is, what buttons do I push and how do the pipes work? The second need is butts and seats and filling the event. And I would imagine that, you know, powering up Zoom and having a boring event is technically easy to do. And that's That's VA. That's that's. That's VA and replaceable work. That's work that you don't have to pay a lot for technically, or at least I don't think people perceive that to be technically difficult. However, someone like Wendy, who was just on, someone like myself that has a bunch of online events, if I could work with someone that's going to fill the room, that's a different value altogether. So when you're talking with your potential clients or you're talking about your service of being an online promoter, how do you talk about it? Do you do the AV pipe setting and button pushing or do you do the butts and seats or do you do both? Mm, yeah, I do both because it all kind of goes together to have butts and seats. I show them a strategy, how to implement everything from your buttons, how mm-hmm. to name that button, where it should be, what should be on your main page, what is what should be on your thank you page, right? So I my strategy because I've built over hundreds of these events, I know how the user experience on a website affects whether they sign up or not, right? So there's something called conversion rates. I can send a thousand people to your website, but if your event is not converting, does not appeal to me, you're not gonna get any subscribers, right? So I give them tips and implement those tips. So then people come to their site, first of all, they're already aligned, 
with they're already interested. And second of all, they see the page are like, oh, I must sign up. I must get this ticket. And they hit the magic button called register, right? Or pay or whatever it is that, that you do. So it's both. And I, but I hear you. Well, it sounds like I need to separate. I think what you need to do is make your own proprietary process. And what yeah. I mean by that is what the landing page says and what buttons they push, to me, that is not event production. That is guest acquisition and fan creation and user experience from uh, launch to follow-up. I'm in charge of getting more people to your event. Because when you say, here's a website and I'm going to create it so it converts, I don't think about that as website design and construction. I think about that as guest acquisition and user experience. So you're arguing to me, hey, Pat Miller, you're doing online events that 10 people come to. If you Mm -hmm. let me run the fan experience, I'm going to triple that. I'm going to convert all that traffic that you have coming. And when you're the event producer, you're worried about what you say on camera and did the guests, like the speakers show up and is the messaging right? If you can help us go from people heard about it to people showed up, there's a legitimate pain point there that is at consultant rates, not at uh, button pusher rates. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I'm hearing you say from people heard about it to people show up. Mm-hmm. That sounds a little bit to me like more like the promotion and like the advertising or the getting people in and then the high converting page to show up. Okay. And you heard proprietary. Yeah, I do have my own proprietary. I mean, that's kind of what I came up with, right? By working mm-hmm. with over 100 exams. Now I know what works, what doesn't. But you're right. I don't necessarily position myself. And I think that is what I would do if I were you. So you asked, how do you talk about this? Mm. What I'm trying to do on the fly here is come up with the magnet theory of online events. And the magnet theory is an acronym, right? It's knowing what you want out of an event, creating the awareness, working on the conversion, reminding people it's going to happen, having a killer online experience during the event, and then turning them, that's the T, turning them into raving fans moving forward. So like you come up with, I'm Justina, and my business is Magnetic Brands, and I believe in filling online events through the magnet theory of acquisition. And if you're doing online events and you're not following the magnet process, then you are losing money or whatever it is. Do you see what I'm going for there? You need to have a thing. Brilliant. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. That was so good. Did you just come up with that? Yeah. (laughs) You are awesome. That's great. I love it. I hear what you're saying. So what you showed me, and I know that you do this so that everyone else in the audience is listening. What you showed me is literally coming up with what is my secret sauce. Like, Mm -hmm. what is it that I do Mm -hmm. that's not... They cannot be duplicated easily, right? Some button pusher can do the same thing, but if I have an idea and it's different, then I come up with something to make it very obvious it's different, like an acronym mm-hmm. or something, right? That it is. And then, therefore, I stand out as someone, the only person really who can teach this process. It's your process. Yeah. That are your pain points. Yes. So, so let's go one step further. So, when you have a way to explain, what you do in a way that's different than everyone else, you're on the way to become a market of one. I want everyone that I work with to become a market of one. I'm the only idea coach you know. Why? Because I'm the only idea coach you know. I want you to be the only online event promoter that runs the magnet theory. Why? Because you invented it. Okay? 
So then the other way to become a super-duper market of one is to have a very targeted ideal client. So let's say you were going to help people like Wendy. I help female entrepreneur thought leaders fill their virtual events by using the magnet theory or whomever your ideal client is. That way people like me say, boy, I hope Justina would help me, but I'm not the Mm -hmm. ideal client. If you narrow who you're talking to and you narrow what you do, but you become the best in the world, you are a market of one. You're the only person that people would turn to because no one else does what you do. Yes, that's exactly what I was looking for. Okay. So who is that ideal client? Tell me about that ideal client, the one that just gets you out of bed in the morning and you love to work with. Yeah, luckily, see, I've been doing this work for a while, so I've been doing it one-on-one work. so it's easier for me to say <clears throat> for someone who hasn't for, for me, it's um, women who um, have already been in business for a while. And that's not doing women or men. I tend to attract mostly women, but I've worked with both. Um, so it's really thought leaders, visionaries who have a bigger vision in life. Right. So they know where they are. They are already successful to some point. They've probably been doing either one on ones. They already have one or two or three shows they've already done. So they already know the value of having someone next by them. That's their strategic partner and tells them the shortcuts to get where they want. Right. They're, they, they want to invest in a, in someone because they know they need that. I don't have to convince them they need me and they already have like maybe spent money or haven't had good results on a previous event. And they're like, okay, this event is it. I know this event will get me to the next level, whether it's more money, um, higher reach, more impact. Uh, generally women, so uh, my, my clients sell um, programs, either coaching programs or retreats or, or some kind of a next level uh, big offer. And they want to invest in me um, to help them sell that offer at their event. So that is your ideal client then. So your ideal client could be expressed as, I help online event producers take their online events to the next level. If you've got an event that's got to kill, it's got to convert, it has to be the biggest thing you've ever done, then you work with me because I am in the business of taking online events to the next level. And I do that using the magnet theory or whatever the acronym is that you come up with. But basically what you believe in can be expressed as um, how you help people make their online events great. And the other thing that I'll say before I forget I would lean into the word promoter, not producer. I think- yeah, I heard you say that more than once. Yeah, I like that. I, I, and I heard you say why, right? Because you're right. I mean, I can be a producer. I can also set all this up for you. Mm-hmm. But that's not really what fires me up, right? Promoting right. really fires me up. And this is what I'm really good at. So, yes. Well, and let's make it practical. Let's say it's in a real world. If I was a chef opening a restaurant and you walked in and said, I can fill this place on your first night, you would have a whole army of ideas and different ways that you would use to fill it that me as the chef would not be thinking about. You would be a promoter to fill the restaurant. So that's what I would encourage you to lean into. Okay, we're going to put the link to Magnetic Brands in the chat. Justina, it's so nice to talk to you. Thanks for coming on today. Thank you so much. That does it for this episode of The Pat Miller Show. It was all about events today. That's good. I love events. As you know, the Idea Collective Incubator, our retreat is happening in November 2022. If you haven't been to our retreat yet, uh, you might want to check it out. Smallbizretreat.com is the website. 
Uh, it's going to be a thing, and we'd love to have you there. I'm Pat Miller, the Idea Coach. Thank you so much for tuning in. Are you ready to come on the show? Do you have a question? Do you have a big idea we can collaborate on? Or do you have a big celebration that we can ask you about and learn from? This is a conversation for solopreneurs and scaling small business owners. So thank you for being here. Come on, step up and be on the show. You can reserve your spot at patmillershow.com. I'm your host, Pat Miller, the Idea Coach, here to help you build your small business dream. Remember, it's your dream. Don't grow it alone. Earlier in the show, we talked with Wendy Babcock of Warrior Unchained Live, an event that's going to be happening real soon. And the Idea Collective is proud to partner with the event. Uh, If someone's never heard about this event, you alluded to it a little bit. But what's in it for me? Why would women come to the Warrior Unchained Live? Well, for me, when I started in my business, I felt very alone. I didn't have that support. I didn't. I was doing everything myself. Because I, I wasn't at the point where I could afford to hire the great coaches and, and hire the people that I truly needed. So there's that learning curve where you have to kind of take in all the information and implement it. So I wanted to create this event where women learned, but also got that like crazy support because this is, it's almost like a huge networking arena in a way, you know, so not only are you learning, you're getting support, but you're meeting people who can really help you move the needle too. So you're meeting coaches and I've watched incredible collaborations happen at the first event. And you have a bunch of people on stage. Anyone we'd recognize or any themes that we should look out for? Yes. So we actually have some Idea Collective members that are my speakers. So I've got Lisa Rabel, and she'll be teaching you your power pitch. And she's phenomenal. I've learned so much from her. We've got Sue Gresham, the LinkedIn lady. And she's just, well, obviously, if you know Sue, you know she's amazing. Um, and I have speakers coming in from New York, um, Chicago, Rhode Island. You know, I've got some pretty incredible speakers coming in. I've got um, one from Colorado coming in for our VIP evening. And we also have for VIP, Will Bowen. Now, if you don't know who Will Bowen is, he is the creator of A Complaint-Free World. And he's been on Oprah and People Magazine and all kinds of publications. He's got over 15 million followers. And he agreed to, you know, be Kind of like Mel Robbins was at the last Idea Collective. Mm-hmm. He's going to be there live, but virtual from Florida. That's super exciting. So yeah. when someone goes, it will be not just sitting there watching people. There's a lot of emotional benefits around it. When would we show up? How long would we stay? Just give us the timeline of what the event is. So doors open at 9 o'clock is registration. And, you know, we've got lots of really great vendors so you can kind of shop. I always have make sure people have cash and carry vendors. So you can actually treat yourself over the event too. Um, event starts at 10 o'clock with speakers all day, lunch and dinner is included. And we dance a lot. So after dinner, we have a dance party. We actually have a six to nine DJ, the whole works. And we have a, cause I love to dance. I love to have fun. Yeah. So this is a very much a very fun, crazy, immersive event. I love it. I absolutely love it. Tell us the website again. We'll put it in the show notes, of course, but just so everyone has it, what's the website? It's warriorunchainedlive.com. Sounds great. Wendy Babcock, thanks for coming on. Great to see you again. Thank you. Earlier in the show, we talked with Justina Nielsen about how she can better target her ideal client and help them fill their online events. Let's bring Justina back on. So how did you get into event promotion? Well, I think it's just I was born to have fun and I love people. So I feel like every job, every job no matter what I do, I kind of tend to 
navigate to that part. <laughs> um, and I and I love knowing that, right? So I'm an extrovert. I like working with people, and in general. And uh, I don't know. Someone uh, I've been building magnetic websites, websites that convert and attract clients for many, many years. But that one day someone invited me to a retreat and I fell in love with it. Oh my gosh, everyone should try a retreat. So I'm like, I'm going to build websites for a retreat host because this is fun. I get to build a website, which is not as exciting. It's exciting because it's creative, but then my extrovert gets to go to a retreat and meet people and network and meet all these amazing, you know, local business women and stuff. And, and then work with an amazing client who is that. So I love the idea of like uh, self-development and self-improvement, self being with people and always learning. So I feel like virtual events kind of combine all that and I get to be a part of it and get paid. Tell us something we can learn from when you see people promoting their online events. Where do they go wrong? What is something that people do that makes you go, oh, no, that does not convert. Don't do that. Yeah, so it depends. I will tell you, it so depends. A couple years ago, it was super easy. Zoom link, be virtual, cool. You mean I can be in my pajamas and I can meet people from across the world, right? This is awesome, right? Then after a while, your pandemic's like, nah, they're not a Zoom link. Oh, God, how many do I have to go to? They're all the same. People just talk and there's no value. So it kind of fluctuated. And that's what I talk about, actually, in, in uh, my upcoming summits and, and, um, and in general. It's like right now, I feel like people are returning to their new version of their jobs and world, and they're hungry to learn. They're hungry to learn. So I feel like right now, I really people want to, um, yes, tell me a story, get me in, right? I want to relate to you. I, I want to know who you are, but I also want to learn something. I'm no longer going to be sitting there for six hours doing a virtual summit because I don't longer have that time maybe where I had before. And now I want to learn something. If I'm going to sit through, make it um, easily to digest, right? So make it value, a personal promise where you're going to provide them so they know, um, deliver on that promise so they trust you, and really make it value-packed and actionable and something that at the end of the day, they walk away, it's like, wow, I learned something. This will make my live job relationship better. We'll put the link in the show notes for the event that you have coming up, but tell us about it. What's the event going to be? Yeah, it's called Accelerate to Profits with Virtual Events, How to Build Your List, Your Network, and Your Profits Too. It's exactly what I do, right? Um, it's AccelerateToProfits.com. The show is next week. However, I will have an evergreen replay. It's a bunch of, um, it's an amazing crew of over 20 speakers from copywriters, speaker coaches, uh, website designers, virtual event builders. So not just people like me, but really a well-rounded crew of experts who can give you tips on how to make your next virtual event profitable and impactful. Sounds amazing. Justina Nielsen, thanks for coming on. We appreciate it. Have a great day. Thanks so much, Beth. You've been amazing. Guests on the Pat Miller Show have agreed prior to appearing that they are receiving consultation and advice that they may or may not use at their own risk. No part of this show should replace accounting, tax, or legal advice.